Hi, and welcome to Girls on Fire, the podcast. Girls on Fire, the podcast, is a celebration of our girls, our community and our school. Hi there, wonderful humans. It's Scott Miller here from BOP, and I'm really excited to be joined with some of the girls from the Year 10 Career Innovators Program here at MLC in Term 2 2021. Now, the Career Innovators Program has been designed to show young people the amazing careers they didn't know they could have inside different organisations. We're working with industry leaders like Rio Tinto, CSIRO, RAC and Qantas, looking at challenges around long-haul flights, the future of transport, zero-waste mining, and a whole range of other challenges, getting them to build their skills around innovation, entrepreneurship, Entrepreneurship and intrapreneurship as they prepare for the future of work. Now, I'm here with three fantastic girls that have been working through the program for the past few days. Girls, can you just give us a quick introduction into who you are and what you've enjoyed most about the program so far? Okay, hi, I'm Nimi and I'm doing the Qantas Innovation Program. One thing that I've really loved about this section is the ideation section. So, forming new ideas, taking inspiration from things that are already being done by other airlines and forming new ideas based off that and working dynamically as a group with those around me. Yeah, I'm Amelia and I'm also doing the Qantas one. I think I've really enjoyed the ideation as well, but also just like looking at things that we've already had from airlines and just trying to make them better and seeing what we would want and what we would find really enjoyable about flying. Um, my name's Sienna and one of the things that I've enjoyed, it was one of the smaller things, but I've really enjoyed doing the mini activities that happen in between sessions. We did one with the spaghetti and marshmallow challenge, trying to build the tallest tower. We had to work as teams to try and build the tallest tower and I really enjoyed that one. That's fantastic. There's, yeah, been an action-packed week. We've been doing everything from those mini STEM challenges, hearing from guest speakers, and then getting to work um, with our main challenge. Uh, now, Nimi, I'd love if you could tell me, as part of the program, you're looking at designing a long-haul flight from Perth to New York nonstop with a real focus on the user experience. Can you tell me, I guess, what's the most exciting innovation that you've come up with for your solution to pitch back to the client? One big thing is that, we, that we've loved creating is our schedule. So we've created a schedule for a whole week and that's including our flight from Perth to New York and New York back. And it covers pretty much everything, when food's gonna be delivered, when you can get up and have exercise time within your flight, um, when catering is gonna occur, it's, I think that's the best part of it. That's fantastic. And Amelia, can you tell me about what some of the most, the biggest challenges have been over the course of the week? Yeah, I think, again, it was like ideas, just coming up with ones like new ideas that haven't been used before, like to really make it stick out. And also I think sometimes teamwork got a bit challenging when like everyone wanted their ideas to be heard and we just had to kind of work through that and make sure everyone's ideas were heard and that they were all like incorporated in some way. So Sienna, we're coming up to the point where you'll be pitching your ideas back to the client tomorrow. Can you tell me what you're most looking forward to as part of the pitch and what we might be able to expect to see in there? In the pitch, we're trying to find things that will set us apart because we know that there's going to be lots and lots of pitches that go on. So we're trying to find something that's sort of different to what has been done in the past. We've been looking at possibly doing one similar to the flight and explaining oh, what like welcome to Qantas, we're here with this. And then we want to go through each of the stages such as the timetable, the lounge, the additional extras and the cabin layout. Um, and Nimi, as part of the Career Innovators Program, it's all around showing you the different sort of careers you might be able to have access to or just sort of opening your eyes about the different opportunities out there. How has this helped shape your, um, yeah, I guess what you want to do after you graduate? Um, this has really put me into a business-like mind. 
Um, from you, Scott, and all the amazing people you've brought in to talk to us via Zoom and Teams now, um, it's really inspired me to use the skills I have and implement that and apply it to things that I can do or possibly do. So in, during lockdown, I actually started making scrunchies just out of fun and they're just lying in my cupboard and I saw them and I was thinking, hey, what would Scott do? Um, <laughs> so I was like, okay, well, let's use this to something something else. And I took them to school today and I've been going around to some girls and I've been like, hey, do you want to buy some of my scrunchies so I can donate the money to charity? So I was thinking... That's a good way to get to get started in the business mind. So that's one thing that that's really got me going. Oh, that's so fantastic. I'm so glad to hear that. And now it's our turn to ask Scott from Bop a couple of our questions. Did you have to buy, uh, did you have to look for investors or people who would actually look into your company and help um, with the expenses and provide money to get it growing? Yeah, that's a really good question. So from my business perspective, we spent a bit of time looking for investors, but found it was really difficult as a young person. I mean, as a young person, you don't have a lot of experience. You don't have a lot of a proven track record. So what we decided to do was something called bootstrapping the business where we ran it off revenue. So we looked at what are some basic products we can start making for under $100, which were key rings. Um, and we started selling them around our local community and we used all of the profits from those key ring sales to fund our growth. So all of the profits we made as a company, we reinvested back into to the business and it was a really great way for us to learn to make some mistakes we did lose money along the way um, but at the end of the day be able to get to a point where we're making enough money that we can fund our further development um, and then go and look for investment if we need to so how did you go from like make your hologram business and then think you're going to get into what you're doing now, like all of the education stuff. How did that happen? That's a really good question. So I, as far as how we went from selling holograms and running a holographic entertainment company to being an education company, um, it really comes down to a Richard Branson quote that I said yesterday when working with some of the teachers. It says that when you're offered an opportunity and you don't know necessarily know how to do it, just say yes and figure out how to do it later. So it was after graduating year 12, we had some teachers reaching out just in Queensland saying, hey, Scott, we've seen your story, but could you come and teach our students how to start businesses and how to do it? you did and I was like yeah of course there's nothing special about me and I just set to work and sort of tried to deconstruct my own journey and thought about what is the business program I would have loved as a student and I started building that program and delivering it and yeah that was back in 2018 after I finished year 12 and now three years later we've worked with 50,000 students in 36 cities around the world which has been crazy but all just from saying yes to opportunities and um, figuring out how to make it work later. So how did you manage to balance your schoolwork and then also the industry, the, the business that you created on the side? Yeah, so balancing schoolwork and my work work was really difficult. Um, for me as a year 12 student, it got to the point where I was missing five weeks of school every term, traveling around the world, doing these different events. And I just had to become really good at understanding how myself and my body worked. Like I sort of see myself as like a computer and I do things to like help myself, sort of like what you do to help your computer. So if you have a computer that you haven't shut down in weeks and you've got 101 tabs open and 15 different applications, it's going to be pretty slow and pretty laggy and a nightmare to use so I sort of see my body the same time the same way it's like if I don't give myself time to rest and recharge if I'm trying to do too many things at once I'm not going to be operating very efficiently at all so I am really conscious of like making sure that I get enough sleep every night that I'm eating a good like eating good food I love like I have herbal teas so I have like teas that'll wake me up and calm me down and help me get focused and do all sorts of different things um so it was just really about understanding myself and my body and how I worked um and the sort of work that I really enjoyed doing I think for me I chose subjects in year 11 and 12 that 
I really had a good time doing that. I really look forward to in my um, school timetable because when you have so much work to do and when there's so much stress in year 11 and year 12, you've got to make sure you have those subjects that you do for you just because you really enjoy them um, because it gives you something to look forward to. Thank you so much for having a chat with us, Scott. Such a pleasure, girls. Can't wait to see you guys pitch tomorrow. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Girls on Fire, the podcast. Stay tuned for more episodes to come.